GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Welcome again, friends and fans, to another episode of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, we are going to go on top of the world and wonder if it should have been somebody else, with two amazing guests from the greatest American hero. So without further ado, let's put on the red suit and bring them out. Our first guest is an actress whose roles include Hotel, P.S. I Love You, and The Brotherhood of the Rose. She joins us today to discuss the role of attorney and a reluctant adventurer, Pamela Davidson, later Pamela Hinckley. Please welcome Connie Selica. Thank you. Oh, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. I can't complain. Oh, Happy and to be here. This is new for me. I've not done one of these before, so bear with me. Oh, absolutely. The pleasure is ours. Uh, I, I, I adore the uh, affectation of the UFO behind you. That is... <laughs> That's the actual one. Oh, yeah, the actual. Oh, wow. You kept the prop and the model and everything. Ooh. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to get into more in that. I, I, didn't, I didn't suspect you as a prop filter, but I could mm. be wrong. <laughs> well, Connie, thank you so much for joining us today. It's an absolute pleasure. And I, I'm big a fan of your body of work. And is it is it wrong of me to say that uh, you're an early crush of mine from the Bermuda Depths? Oh, wow. So you're going to tell me that your grandmother used to watch me? Is that what you're going to say? No, 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 no. I, 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 I was a young lad in the 70s and I was like, ooh, a giant monster movie. Ooh, who's that? She's pretty. Big turtle. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, yeah. Was actually, that was my first starring role. That Indeed. is what, that's the uh, movie of the week that I was cast out of New York for, but it actually is what brought me to California. Oh, well, very excellent. And um, a, a curious part of the Rank and Bass collection, but nevertheless, absolutely enjoyable. And we may talk a little bit about your work, but most of all, thank you for joining us here today. This is an absolute delight. Thank you. Indeed. And speaking of delights, our next guest is an actor whose body of work includes House, Carrie, Big Wednesday, and a role in Pippin. Today, he joins us to discuss his role of a totally beleaguered high school teacher and part-time superhero, Ralph Hinckley. Please welcome Mr. William Catt. Hey, everyone. Hey, William, how you doing? I'm doing well. Hey, I'm, I'm a beef to, I have a, 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 a bone to pick with you because uh, Connie got first billing. What the <laughs> heck was that? Uh, ladies yep. first. Thank you. Ladies first, okay. Thank All right. The way it should be. Ladies first. And she's got the UFO. You've got the statue behind you. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's a Really, did you know I took the UFO when we, when we wrapped the show? Did you really? Oh my God. I think they have Bob Cope up there, you know? <laughs> oh, William, how have you been? How have you been holding up this past uh, crazy year of ours? I'm good. I'm actually, uh, I've actually enjoyed the, uh, you know, the lockdown hasn't bothered us as much as everybody else. Uh, my wife works from home and I'm kind of semi-retired except for the occasional film role and and, uh, you know, I, I hack around with music, you know, I occupy myself all day long for my own benefit. And, and so I have fun and my wife is here. She texted, texts me in the middle of the day and said, make me lunch. So I go make her lunch and then we meet again at night for dinner and a walk. So it's, it's not been bad for us, you know. Okay. I have to agree. I have to agree with that. Very much so. And speaking of roles, uh, I was so glad that uh, uh, the crowdfunding uh, was able to enable the uh, sequel to Man from Earth, uh, a uh, film that I absolutely adore. I have spoken, I call it the secret Star Trek film. 
Um, but yeah, I uh, loved your role in it, and I was so glad everybody was able to able to come back and do a do a part two. Oh, oh yeah, good, good. Richard Shepman did a very good job with that, I think, <clears throat> and uh, Eric Wilkinson, who produced that, uh, dear friend of mine, both of them. Uh, great people, and I'm glad we got to do it. it, it it's one of those films where, uh, you know, it was kind of a low-budget deal, but I, I would tell people, if you watch the first 10 minutes, you're going to watch the whole movie because uh, it's such an intriguing story. You know? And it, it, it can work equally well as a play. I, I've always said it, it, it can be done on a black box with a, a great cast. And yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. And thank you both for joining us here today on what we call the GalaxyCon Virtual Stage. We're looking forward to the day when we can host guests like you back at our physical stages. And we're almost there. We are all almost there. And we're looking forward to the day when we can get you back in front of your fans. In the meantime, we have this forum. In the meantime, I just love to just find out how did Greatest American Hero uh, evolve for both of you? When was the was the first blip on the radar of it's a superhero show, but not really. You want to come in and read for it? For me, that's what it was. Absolutely. Just like that. And I was, I read it. I was very excited about it. At that time, I had uh, finished my first series, which was called Flying High. And I was happy to get back into another one. But I, what I loved was that my character, the character of Pam Davidson, was not on board. Um, she was very hesitant, incredulous, you know, um, suspicious. And I, I loved that part of the pilot. That's why the pilot is one of my favorite episodes of the whole series. Because um, once things got going and she was a part of the team, it wasn't, you know, quite the same. But um, yeah, I, I remember my audition. I remember it very, very clearly, you know, my first audition and then second. But Billy, I didn't meet you until after, right? We didn't audition I, together. I didn't meet you until we were shooting. Right. That's oh, right. wow. Yeah, the pilot was the first time I met you. Yeah. Oh, wow. So no uh, no chemistry tests or anything like that? No. Huh? No. No. I hated her right off the bat. You know? He oh, did. Well, yeah. <laughs> look at this girl. She's, look at her. No one is going to be paying attention to me. You know? <laughs> Channel Expert, this wasn't her first superhero rodeo. You were in Captain America, The Deadly that's Years, right. with Rev right. Brown and Christopher Lee. Right. And uh, so that's it, too. So, oh, nice. Indeed. So, William, um, how did this evolve for you? Oh, uh, me? I was uh, on stage in New York with Diana Weist and doing an off-Broadway play at the Phoenix Rep and got a, a script from my agent, Michael Black, at the time. And uh, I said I wasn't interested in doing TV. I was happy on stage. and, and uh, But I read the script. It was extremely funny, laugh-out-loud funny. And um, Steve Cannell got, got in his uh, jet and flew back to New York, took me out to dinner and I, I don't know how they came to me, but uh, I was lucky enough, and uh, I, I guess I fit the bill and, you know, ended up closing the play, dyeing my hair back blonde because my hair was dark brown at the time, oh. uh, but my natural color was blonde. Now it's white, <laughs> but uh, I came back to Los Angeles the, the day after we closed, and and started. The funny thing is, Steve never talked about, he would, he refused to talk about that red suit. I would say, well, what does the suit look like? Oh. And, uh, and he refused to, so when we actually did, I don't think you were there that day, Connie, but when we did this stuff in the house and I put the suit on for the first time and I look in the mirror and I go, hi, sailor. 
you know? <laughs> he kept that in. It was an ad lib. I don't think they'd be able to get away with that these days. No, but no, no. at that time, because uh, it's a little un politically incorrect, and uh, but it wasn't meant that way. It was a it was a dig at myself in that costume, and they had they had cartoons on in the background with some you know with uh, Mickey Mouse on. Uh, uh, Mighty Mouse was on, I think, at the time. And uh, anyway, that's how it evolved. I I loved working with Connie. It was one of those lightning in a bottle situations. Uh, the way uh, when when Robert Culp and 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 marvelous Connie and myself all got together. What what you saw on screen was wasn't it Connie? It was kind of yes. Like I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. They, they should have had a camera on us when we were in the car all the time. Remember when oh. we would do the drive bys. And that's when the three of us would be in the car. We'd be blocks away. And I remember one time you and I were trying to talk um, uh, Robert into going for uh, McDonald's drive-through. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. We'd be we'd be in the car and we'd be waiting for the director to say action. But it yeah. was taking so long. We'd say, "Come on, let's go." But Billy and I would have done it, but Robert said, uh, <laughs> "I just I just remember." You and I sitting in the car having so much fun. You were so easy to make laugh, Connie. Oh my I guess. God, so easy to make laugh. <laughs> and, and when Robert, you and I would be sitting there, and I would, I would sit in the, I would feel these nails clawing into my side. My nails, I remember. Yeah, when Robert was driving, because at the time Robert had a little bit of a, the first season, a little bit of a drinking problem, you know. Which he hid very well. I mean, he and and, uh, and he was so charming. Uh, but when he was driving, it was kind of nerve wracking. And it you, was, and I would be in the middle of. I'd be in the back seat wow. in the middle of the two of them, and yeah. I would get very nervous and dig my nails into Billy's shoulder. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I apologize now. Oh my God, it was fun. I remember once um, on Pacific Coast Highway, we had to do a complete turn. Yeah. Your turn. Remember that? I do. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's, it's, it is undeniable that uh, the, the chemistry that uh, the two of you and, and the third one with, with Culp is that was, was, was the, the heart of the show and the charm of the show. It was easy on the outside to think of it. Well, yeah, it's a guy running around, fight crime or whatever, but it was about these characters that you guys exemplified so well throughout the, throughout the run. And it's, and that's a credit to you both as actors. It really is. It's, it's remarkable really? how all the all these many years later now they have these huge franchise of the Marvel and the DC universes or whatnot and and I think uh, uh, we might have had something to do with that along with Adam West and a couple of the other shows that were precursors to all of this you know but the 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 the, the world of the cons out there I mean there wasn't any of that when when you and I were doing the shows Connie my gosh. Well, again, I was not a I was not a fan of superheroes, but this was different. This was completely different. At, at, even though I had already done another superhero show, um, yeah. Captain America, but I, I wasn't I wasn't a, I didn't read comic books. I you know I wasn't a fan. But this was very very different because this was personal relationships. You know, it wasn't just it, the the wonderful thing is we had to figure out why he had the suit. Yeah. You know, there was that fight between are we fighting justice and crime with the suit or is he supposed to be a good Samaritan and just help people? So that was that was a great part of it. Yeah. And I, I as I understand it, Canal really wanted to keep it human centric. He didn't really want he did. superhero plots. And as always, when something is going good, uh, you know, the network sends notes. 
as right. we all know. Right, right. <laughs> that was always a bone of contention because uh, Connie and Robert and I, and and Steve himself, we the, all of us, we wanted to keep it that way. And the network kept coming and, and saying, no, we got to chase monsters and this, and you know, we got to do some fantasy stuff here. And uh, we were all pretty opposed to that. But uh, I think that's one of the reasons that uh, the show was taken off the air. You know, actually, it was probably, you were you created a big stink, didn't you, Connie? About what? About the show because you refused to do the fantasy stuff. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god! I was the last one to make a stink, as you know. I was the last. One. But I I do remember your relationship with the red suit in real life that you brought that to the camera. And yeah. that's what was so magical about your relationship with the suit is what you felt in real life. Yeah, I hated it. I yeah. hated putting that red suit on. They, they would have had me. They would have had me flying around the country in that in red suit, suit to, to doing openings everywhere, and I just I refused. I uh, think I remembered. Isn't it true that you would not wear it? Uh, we were asked to do the cover of People magazine, and you would not wear it. Correct. On the cover, you would hold it, right? What was it? Was it just physically uncomfortable to wear, or did it just? Well, it sag it sagged in all the wrong places. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, and it was cold in the winter, and it was incredibly hot in the summer. And I remember Connie for years for the for the three years we were on, you wanted to get in that suit, and yes. they, they didn't put I you didn't. in it. No, they didn't. And I the, the irony of the whole thing is that. Uh, when I and left, then they the gave show, it to another girl to put on. They gave it to a girl to try it, and I believe, if I, if I'm correct, I mean, my friend George went did the pilot. They did. They tried to do a reboot just like two or three years ago. My friend George went was in it, and they gave it to a girl, and a girl was going to do it, and it, and the pilot apparently didn't work. I think that was um, like the late 80s, like 1986. No, it was and, just two or three years ago. They did. Oh, no, that one. Oh, that that was the second one I, with I, Hannah Simone. Yeah. That was the one with Hannah Simone. But before so, that, like in 1986, they gave it to a, a, another girl. So that was shortly yeah. after we did. And because right. I was doing hotel at the time, and yeah. I did a guest spot with you and, well, Robert was going to do the series. I know. But and you and you, I went back and do you remember the table read with the girl? No. You were I, don't, I don't think I was at the table read. Oh, yes, you were. I was? You were kicking me yeah, under the table. I told you I didn't remember oh. anything. You were kicking me under the table. Oh, I don't remember. I do. Okay. Because I don't, if, if, I, if I understand correctly, they, they ended up not broadcasting that officially, but right. then they folded it into the syndication package. Right. So right. at the tail end of it, they, they broke it down to a two-parter, sort of an add-on in the syndication package. So I, I believe it's involved in it. But, but William, you're saying that they did another attempt at a reboot just a few years ago? Just a few years ago, yes. Okay, With all right. the gal, Connie? Hannah Simone? Hannah Simone, yes. Okay. Very right. funny, a wonderful, charming, attractive young girl. Yeah. I don't know... I, I, I actually uh, tried to see it. I tried to get in touch with Tanya, Steve's daughter. Who Wasn't was, she involved? She was involved. She was with very that. involved with that project. And um, but I I never had a response. I just wanted to see it. Yeah. I you know just uh, just let me look at it. I'd like to see it. You know. Yeah. And you but couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. No. Hmm. 
And there was a time before that, before the one with um, Hannah Simone, where they were uh, casting for a movie version of The Greatest American Hero. And my son actually auditioned. Did he really? Yes. Yes. And it's. Was um, that when Steve was still a part of it when it was at Disney originally? No, I don't think so. I know Steve was. It was after um, Steve had already passed. Oh, okay. Um, but he went in and he auditioned. Yeah, and I was I was pregnant with him, and that's you know this forty years. So my son is about to turn forty, but I was pregnant with him uh, when we were shooting the first uh, what six episodes or mm. so of mm-hmm. um, of the first season, and I found out I was pregnant after the show was picked up. We did the pilot. And then the show was picked up, and then I found out I was pregnant. And I remember how difficult uh, a decision it was to call Steve. I thought for sure I was going to be let go. And I called Steve. I said, I really need to come in and see you. And he says, I'm sorry, Connie. I'm so busy. I said, this is really important. I need to come in because I wanted to do it face-to-face. And I went in and uh, face-to-face told him that I understand if he has to let me go, but I'm pregnant. And I thought for sure that was going to be it. And he said, okay, we'll deal with it. Goodbye. And it was like, <laughs> it was no big deal. And um, his wife, Marsha, was pregnant then with Chelsea. Yeah. And also Robert Culp's uh, wife was pregnant with their little girl, Samantha. So we um, had a lot of little babies around the set. Yeah. So anything that needed to be carried for the first few episodes, I carried it. And then I was gone for a couple of episodes when I gave birth. And then um, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Billy got a little tired of me nursing my baby off camera. Do you remember that, Billy? I do. I do. I was like... Finally had it. He goes, okay, okay, somebody else stay off camera so she doesn't have to be there. <laughs> well, uh, look, let me ask this then. What's uh what 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 is what has become your fondest memory that you've taken from your experiences with uh, Greatest American Hero? Oh, for me it was uh, for me it was uh, in, in the makeup trailer uh with with Connie in the morning and uh because uh people don't know she's uh She's a wonderful uh, joke teller. She's got some really blue jokes, and she would always surprise us with a new joke pretty much every morning. I've heard the legends of her sense of humor over the <laughs> I've grown out of it. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. <laughs> we had fun. We really did. I think that's that's my my fondest memory about the experience was how wonderful everyone was, how, what a family we were. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, it, it was great to go to that. Every, every morning I look forward to going to the set and pretty much laughing all day long. I know, we laughed a lot. I agree, we laughed a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think it shows. To me, the, the, the charm of the show was always that, uh, to me, it was, it was, it was comfy. And I don't mean that in any sort of disparaging way. It was as uh, your your characters were just so likable, the energy, the interplay, and uh, and weirdly enough, it's a lot of people don't realize this too is that all three of your characters were kind of civic characters. You had a teacher, you had an attorney, you had an FBI agent. 
Right. So it's like three facets of, of a representation of society, not to get too highbrow about it. But I think that was a little bit of a, a nice undertone to the, that brought to the show as well. And, um, and you know, we didn't have a set. We only went to the set of a, a real set a, a few times. So we were on practicals most of the time, driving, yeah, yeah. driving you know, half hour, 45 minutes to get to the locations. Yeah, and one day we'd be in Acton and way north of Los Angeles. The next day we'd be in Long Beach, yeah. way south in San Pedro. Uh, and then it, we never knew where we were going to be until that right. time they would hand us, uh, you know, they didn't have internet at the time. So they right. would hand us yeah. a call sheet with a location. And, uh, oh, my God, we worked forever, didn't we, Connie? Yes. Long hours. Oh, my yeah. God, we worked like a normal day was like 14 hours. Oh, at yeah. least sometimes more, sometimes more. And I had an infant. And so I was trying to juggle all of that. But, you know, thank God I was able to bring him to work every day. And it, it, it was perfect. I was very, very blessed. Very lucky. Yeah. And then, and then darn you, you and Bob would be off and I, I wouldn't get a day off. I'd have to be I know. on a blue screen or something, hanging from wires. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they were and they were always giving you new powers. New powers, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so long, let's have them do this. Oh, that's require some new FX shots, and we have to come on in and do the effects. Yeah, I can't. I, well, I those new powers. That's why I think the show could have still been on the air because uh, the chemistry was there, and there was no end to the imagination of what powers could be brought to that suit. Yeah. And it's a shame because I think it would still be on the air. We'd be old and like we are now, but yeah. still be on the air. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for uh, for honoring my questions. I think we're good to go on our audience questions. So let's go ahead and switch over to them. And our first one comes from Styles, and they want to know, ooh, what would be your dream project to work on? Oh. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Connie? Um, well, my, I think I had my dream project when I worked on P.S. I Love You. That was my favorite character that I played. And um, it was, she was a crazy character. And I got, it was very different than anything else I was ever cast for. So I think that was my dream project. Mm, fair. Mm. Uh, for me, it would be. Uh... Did you ever see it, Billy? No, I never. I, did, I haven't seen it. Now I'm, I'm going to look for it. I, I'm, who, who did you? Who starred in that with you, Connie? Uh, Greg Evigan, my dear friend Greg Evigan. Oh, I love Greg. Do you still talk about him? Oh, I. Every, yes, we're very close. Yeah. Oh, please, please give him my best. I really I I haven't seen him in years, but I, I, I. I, I always uh, loved his work and thought very highly of him as just a He's person. He's a great guy. What a great guy. Very close to his wife and his whole family. Oh, uh, unfortunately, we just um, had a funeral for his mom. So that's where I saw him last about a week and a half ago. Oh, gee whiz. Gee whiz. My condolences go out to him. My dream project would be, uh, you know, I, I, I've loved most of my projects that I've really loved other than Hero and the few or three things that we've all mentioned here have been on stage. I, I, I love being on stage. Uh, Pippin being probably at the zenith there working, getting to work with Bob Fosse and, mm -hmm. and, and, and Ben Vereen and, and, and the likes. I'd love to do Hero again with Connie, right? 
I would love to do that again and, and be like the grandparents, right? Or uh, relatives of somebody. I've got some great ideas. Let's Funny go. Let's go. Box, his head in a box. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, have him come down on the green light from, from the spaceship and, and be there. Uh, this is the scenario. There you, you go. We could so do that. That would be a lot of fun to do. Did they ever air the episode where we got married? I think they did. Yeah, I, th I they think did? they did. Yeah. It was in one of the shows, one of the later shows, yeah. So then yeah. you're right. The hero could now be our grandson. Yeah. Could be, all right. So, I mean, you know, I love being goofy. That's one of my favorite things to do. I, <laughs> I can be goofy in, uh, in, uh, in a second. There were times when um, he would try to make me break. So if I was having my close-up and he had to come around the corner and expose himself, he would come with mayonnaise dripping out of his mouth <laughs> to see if he could break me. That's what we dealt with. <laughs> please, tell, please tell me somebody yelled, mad dog, mad dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Styles, thank you. Very fun question to start us off with. What's next? Here's one from Nancy who wants to know, ah, besides, did you keep anything on the set but other than Connie's UFO? I I did not. Well, Dennis Madalone took the suit, the original suit. I know well, that. We know William didn't want it, so. No, I I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I had, I I'll tell you this. this is, a fan gave me this, which I love. Oh, Hi. Connie, you remember this? I did a, I did a birthday. You did a birthday message to me using yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I had fun with that. That was nice. Um, Thank you. So, uh, yeah, but I, I didn't take anything from the set. Just great memories. Just fabulous, wonderful memories. I did take um, the name uh, placard that was on my I think at once they did a scene in my office. So I took the thing that said Pam Davidson. Fair. That's all I took. Fair. There you go. Nancy, thank you. Ask a question. We got a puppet show. I love it. What do <laughs> we have next? <laughs> From Adrienne. Who or what inspired you to become an actor? Uh, for me, my parents were both actors. Uh, Bill Williams and my mom, Barbara Hale, who is probably most well-known for her uh, portrayal of Della Street on the Perry Mason specials. And, and you know, I just, um, I, 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 I don't know what, that, that pretty much inspired me to become an actor and I just fell into it and I started to make money and I just stayed with it, you know? Connie, I don't know what inspired you. Mine was completely the opposite. No one I knew, no one in my family had anything to do with the business. So no one could help me when I said, this is what I wanted to do. So it was quite different. So I started out um, modeling. That's what I thought for a model. Yeah. I was and, just going to say that. Yeah. And, and um, studying acting in New York while I was making money modeling. And then I, as I said, um, my first audition, my first leading role came out of New York. That's where it was cast. So that, that was my path. And then once I moved to California, um, I stayed. So working, there you go. thank God, working. <laughs> a gig is a gig, indeed. Yes. Adrienne, thank you so much. Wonderful question. Here's one for Christy. 
ah, if you could write your own version of the future of your hero characters after the series, what would it be? So if you actually were given creative control of the, of the characters, how do you think? Uh, well, that's too much responsibility for me. <laughs> well, I think you, you think you guys said it a little earlier. You can see yeah. yourselves as 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 good grandparents Samaritan. and yeah, right. and but using the suit to be good Samaritans and 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 bring goodness and and stop crime and it, it, to an extent. But I think that's what it would be, don't you? Yeah, I, 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 I think so. I was very fortunate. I read an early uh, script that Stephen had written for when, when the, the series was at Disney originally. Um, he had written a script and uh, there, was a, uh, there was another suit that somebody else got and was, gonna, and, and was using it for nefarious uh, purposes. Mm. And the greatest American hero had to go after that person i think and he talked at the time this was a while ago he was talking about the wonderfully funny and incredibly clever and creative jack black to play that character so it was gonna it was going to it was going to have that kind of a feeling that would have been fabulous to see you know that was before 1981 no this was no. this was in like 19 in like the early 90s oh oh yeah when he was, he was, uh, he had written a couple scripts. Oh, you said for the film. Okay. Yeah, for the film. Yeah. And I, and I liked, I liked that. Obviously it had to be something where um, we were saving, saving the earth, you know, kind of like in the, like the, what they're doing with the, what they've finally done with the Avengers and that universe, we were going to save the world, you know? Sure. Sure, I can totally see that. So all superheroes do. They save the world, you know? <laughs> or they get cats out of trees. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. there is there is no such thing as a small good deed. So and Christy, thank you. Very fun one. What's next? Here's over Debbie. Oh, uh, aside from the greatest American hero, what other show or role that you've done uh, would be your favorite? Oh, I think I already answered that, so you can Yes, I love you. Yeah, so everybody, ha everyone's going to find that now. <laughs> um, what would be my favorite? Well, one of my favorites was uh, Pippin on stage that I did. And, uh, you know, I've always loved doing musicals. So, you know, I, I would love to do something on stage, you know, again. Some kind of great musical, new musical would be, be fabulous for me. And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the, the broadcast version of Pippin that you were in, that was, that was kind of a... That was a chance they took, right? Uh, like they never really had done that before. Right. They had right. done the television musicals, like with Peter Pan and stuff like that, but they had never done up until that point. No, we're actually going to show the Broadway musical on television. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we rehearsed that in New York at uh, Broadway Arts on Fifty Seventh, and, uh, and then we took it up to Toronto, and, and uh, Fosse went up there and trained uh, a hockey you know, cameraman that were shooting hockey games. Hmm. And he trained them and we shot that live over five days, you know, in front of a live audience. And then one day up on stage with a uh, steady cam. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic stuff. Debbie, thank you. Very fun question. Now let's go ahead and roll another one from Alex. Which TV show or movie was the most challenging to work on? Connie, I'll let you answer that first. I think 
probably was Brotherhood of the Rose. It was a mini series I shot in um, New Zealand. Yeah. And it was our summer and their winter. And it was beautiful, but that was probably the most challenging, those conditions. Great cast. Uh, I'm a big Robert, big Robert Mitchum fan, so. Yes. Oh, wonderful. I love Robert Mitchum. I don't think I ever saw that either. She I'm so sorry. To, uh, to, uh, television, te it was a miniseries, a two-parter, uh, late miniseries. 80s. I, yeah, two or three-parter, right. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I saw it back then, and, and yeah. She and Peter Strauss. It was Peter Strauss. Peter Strauss. Yeah. Love Peter Strauss. Um, where and is David Peter Morse. Strauss these days? David Morse, too, was in that. Yeah. Uh, Strauss, uh, he's, he's done some narration work, I think. I think he's done some, uh, I think he's done voices for documentaries and stuff for the past couple of years. Oh. I want to, I want to, I, that, that, that's popping in my head. I could be wrong, but he's working. He's working. So, well, uh, so most challenging to work on. You could say hero <laughs> because of the suit. It wasn't. <laughs> okay. No, you know, <laughs> I, I could. I could pick at bones with the with the show, but it was just a it, it was a joy to work on. You know, I I can't think of anything bad connected to that show. You know, Bob and I had Robert and I had a little bit of a you know there was a little bit of a tension there in the in the first few weeks of the show, but we we you know. I, I, I knocked on his door one day in the first about two weeks into it and said, Hey man, we're going to be working a long time together. Can we kind of arrive at some sort of a detente? And uh, we did. And it okay. was a great personal relationship. And I was so happy, Connie, that in 2008, we went to San Diego Comic-Con. We were launching a comic book and you and I and Robert got together down there. And it was, it was such a joyous occasion. It was. It was. You dragged me out to that too, just like you dragged me out to this. And it was. I had the best time. Yeah, I remember we're walking down the hall to the to the conference room where where we're doing a Q and A like this, and you you held on to my arm walking down the hall, and she said, "You said, what if no one shows up?" <laughs> you remember that? And we walk into the room, and there's like two thousand people. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, I, I had I had just had shoulder surgery right before that. Oh, that's right. Remember, and I was like icing my shoulder all the way down on the carpet. That was it was fun. Thank you for dragging me out for that, and thank you for dragging me out for this. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, very glad, very glad I both. I'm I'm, gl I'm glad you were able to to patch that up. Uh, I, I've 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 been on theatrical projects or whatever where it's just like, look, let's let's work this out, and I'm glad you did because sometimes it doesn't happen. Yeah. So, and Culp was, I, I thought he was a tremendous talent. I, I thought, I thought he should have directed more. I thought, uh, he's, he did a couple of films that I, I thought he had a good eye for it. But. Well, you know, I'll tell you something and Connie knows this probably too. Robert always thought of himself first as a writer, then a director, and then an actor. You know, he was always a and, and my God, you know this Connie, he was constantly rewriting our scripts. Constantly writing. He was oh, wow always locked in his uh, motorhome writing. Yeah. And it was Lilacs, Mr. Maxwell, is that the episode? Lila Lilacs, for, Lilacs for, for Maxwell, I believe that's what yeah. it was. He directed yeah. two episodes and he, yeah. he had written several other scripts. I have one in my garage somewhere that he wrote that never got, never got uh, uh, shot. And I know 
because I was seeing him quite often when he was just before he passed and he had a film he was doing. Uh, he was getting ready to direct that that coming summer and he never got a chance to do it. Uh, what a shame. What a shame. Alex, thank you. Great question. What do we have next? From Elsie. <laughs> what superpower would you want to have? We talked a little bit about this in the pre-show, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, it's obvious. I, I would like to be able to fly. It would be fantastic. Oh, I dream about flying, so maybe that is also... I'm not sure that or it being invisible. Yeah, that, that has to be the top two. Yeah. 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 I did get a chance. Um, my character did get a chance to fly only once, right? With you when you, uh, the, what was the episode? Um, uh, now you see it when you predicted the plane was going to crash and you saved me from the plane. I. Come and then it was the only time I got to come no. and do the green screen with you um, flying. I was on your back. Really? Yes. No? You don't remember that? I don't remember. I don't remember. I think it was only one time. You do remember that I got to fly with you one time, yes. right? I do. But I, I don't remember the circumstance. Yeah. I think that was it. Oh. See, I remember something. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> Else, if I I often say this, if I could pick a superpower, it'd be to sing like Freddie Mercury. Elsie, thank you. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have next? Here's one from Jerry. Wants to know how much input did you have over your character's appearance, uh, hair, wardrobe, costuming? Uh, for 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 me, um, not Absolutely. not a lot, not a yeah. lot really. Um, but but so they just let us. I pretty much was just myself on the show, you know. In you know, I always thought of that character as a, a real guy in an absurd situation, and that's the way I played it. Yeah, I can see that. I just I had a team of wardrobe people, hair and makeup people, and that was it. I there, there was never a problem uh, with anyone's creativity it coming you know that someone came down and said this has to change so yeah I mean, and, 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 and writing wise we always had we were able to <clears throat> Steve Cannell was and Frank Lupo and Juanita Bartlett and all the people connected with the producers they pretty much gave us all free reign to change our dialogue enough mm -hmm. that it sounded natural coming out of our mouth right so, so we, what we did, we had a, a, a read through. They would come down to the set yeah. um, once a week and we would give up our lunch period and bring lunch into one of our motorhomes and we would sit and we would read the script out loud because there was not mm -hmm. time when you shoot one hour shows. You, if you finish one, you'd go right into the next one. So it's not yeah. time to meet in a conference room like you see so many times, like with you know three camera shows where you sit in the conference room and read but steve was wonderful about wanting to hear it out loud so he would come down and we would do that and that was it was fun. great and they would make changes constantly making changes it it was he was so gracious uh his whole team was gracious they were lovely that's again that's that's a little bit of a rarity. Some people yeah, are like, no. I, I worked with Aaron Spelling a number of times, and you couldn't change one word. You couldn't change one word with an Aaron Spelling uh, show. 
Well, look at your eye. <laughs> I mean, the script supervisor was always there like a, a drill sergeant saying, oh, no, no, you can't. He, he says, and. You have to say, and. You have to say exactly what's on that page. I it, wasn't that, it wasn't that bad, but it was very strict. We actually had to reshoot a scene because someone in the scene, not me, um, held the wine glass the wrong way. Oh, wow. Was was hotel? Was that a uh, Aaron Spelling? Aaron Spelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you said there, but that's what I said. No, no, no. It's 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 you. You said they apostrophe air. It's T H E R. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that that was another wonderful experience for me. I had a great time on that show. I don't want to imply that it was anything but wonderful. No, no. It's it's and again, it's just. The different methodologies, you know, sometimes yeah. get to work with too, and then sometimes this is how it is. And as, you as argue, you can't argue with his success, you know, he was, and personally, he was always wonderful to me, as I'm sure he was to you, Connor. He was. Aaron was a lovely man. He was. So, very much so. Jerry, thank you. Fine question. I think we have time for one more. So let's see if we can go on a really fun one. Here's one from Steve. <laughs> what other fandom, fandom meaning, other kind of DC superheroes, Marvel superheroes, Shakespeare, you know, the the New York Mets, which you've liked to have seen, have a crossover with the greatest American hero. Ah, oh. I I've never thought of that. You know, we never did. We we never did a time travel show, did we? No, we didn't. No, I never. Ted's excellent adventure where they would pick up a character and bring them into the present or something. That would have been a that lot. That would have been awesome. See, yeah. I told you there's no end to what could have been done on that show. We would never have run out of ideas. There's a, a, a wonderful idea. A wonderful idea. We kind of had a crossover with Seinfeld. Do you know they used uh, the our hit oh, song yeah. on George's answering machine? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They kind of did that with... Uh, uh, um, Seth MacFarlane paid homage to our show in one episode when Peter was being dragged behind a, a boat or something and he was he, seeing American hero. I yeah. think I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were wondering why a show that had such a short life had such, had such long legs and, and endured in popularity over so many years. He made fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well, Steve, thank you. Great question. And GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the cast of The Greatest American Hero. William, Cass Connie, this has been an absolute delight. Any final words for our audience before we go? Just thank you. Thank you for continuing to be a fan of the show. And thank you for this. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Billy, for dragging me out. You're welcome, sweetie. It has been my absolute pleasure to serve you both here today. Once again, thank you for joining us on the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Thank you to our audience for joining us today, and thank you for your great questions. Hope to see you all again soon. Until then, bye-bye, everyone. Take care, and please keep looking up.